Well, hello there, and welcome to the Full Quota Podcast. My name is Mpomutlani. I've got Tim Delace here with me. This is the place you go to to find out anything about South African cricket, right? We are the only ones who are covering domestic cricket, the SA20, um, the pro tiers. We talk about it, and we're your go-to spot podcast uh for this remember we're on the one world sports radio youtube channel so please do like and subscribe there there's a rugby podcast i think that's coming out today um there's a bit of a bulls and lions derby that's happening so please do check that out um we've also got the soccer cheap seats podcast as well to 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 keep you company um but yeah remember sa20 during the little bit of a break uh in the domestic season to allow those guys to play their um, I'm not going to call it a hit and giggle, but Tim might call it a hit and giggle. Even I wouldn't. No, no, no. That, look, I it's not. Nice. Well, look, <laughs> if you're the Joburg Super Kings, it's a hit and giggle. Um, but um, uh, yeah, we, we, we've been doing interviews with a lot of people in um, domestic setup. We've known, we've chatted to the coaches. Now we're having conversations with the players now. Uh, mid-season, four-day series is in the go. And we've got someone who is quite, quite, quite has racked up some runs um, for, for a team that's been promoted. Um, but before we do that, Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good, mate. I'm looking, for, looking forward to the interview. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I can't complain, dude. I can't complain. Joe Brick Super Kings lost again, so I'm happy. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but anyway, um, there was a weird moment yesterday because I'm in Santon and um, the game's down there at the Wanderers in like Kilova, Rosebank, whatever that area is. And it was raining there, but it wasn't raining here. And the game had, hadn't even started. And it was just a weird situation. I was sitting there going, oh, it's like, just play. It's just a, a small little drizzle. But Joburg has its moments. Um, luckily, you and the Cape don't get a lot of rain. But anyway. Let's talk about the person we have. Tim, you've outdone yourself again. You got us the number two run scorer in the four-day series. How did you do that? Uh, I keep my, my, my secrets to myself, mate. Keep my okay, secrets to Tim. myself. Tim, yeah, but we always yeah, want to... No. All I'm saying is Tim <laughs> has managed to get someone we've wanted to talk to in a while, uh, but he will be back soon. He's just gotten off a little bit now he's sitting down um we've got ben compton from the kzn inland who has racked up a few runs there's an innings of 170 that is quite uh, an interesting one um in potch of all places um there's nothing good that happens in potch apart from ben scoring hundreds there hi ben how are you doing hey guys very well thank you thank you for having me on this afternoon Sure. Um, thank you very much. Um, ben, you come from a, a family with a very famous surname. The question I'd just like to know is, over Christmas, do you guys, you know, have a, a mega backyard cricket tournament? or? Uh, <laughs> uh, very ben, young, I've actually got quite a small... Yes, I've got you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Can you hear me? Yes, sorry. we can. Um, sorry, guys. To any listeners, I'm actually being load shed at the moment. So if there is any connection, you know why. Um, but uh, in terms of Christmas, um, 
No, I've got quite a small family now, to be honest. Uh, just mum and dad and my sister are here. Um, we've got some families scattered around in England. Uh, um, but it's, it's actually quite a, a small a small family. Okay. Oh, no. Is this... your, um, your journey... Your journey into yes. uh, into cricket is quite uh it's been quite it's been quite a road for you, um you know it's 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 been mm. anything, but but plain plain sailing. What what has kept you going? Um, because it was it didn't take you until you were twenty five to make your cha championship day championship debut. So what's kept you going through all mm. that tough period and 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 to believe in yourself. It's a tricky question. Uh, I guess the nuts and bolts of it are I always um, had self-belief that I could um, become a professional cricketer and, you know, try and achieve as much as I could, you know. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't plain sailing. I um, basically grew up here in South Africa and then wanted to try and, uh, you know, follow in the family's footsteps of playing county cricket and then see... What else, you know, if anything happens beyond that? Um, but uh, it was it was very difficult. Um, I got there when I was about 19. And then and sort of... Wasn't in a club, really. And um, it was very, very long road i studied in that time so i did try and cover my tracks you know uh if cricket didn't work it was hard work and yeah there were many sleepless nights where i was wondering if i'd ever get the opportunity to play and um but basically just worked worked uh incredibly hard um i have a very good mentor over in england who's really helped me and um yeah i think that just sort of trying to show what I could do if given the opportunity. And I think that was the hard thing because I didn't really get that many opportunities to play second team cricket because, um, you know, people have their guys, don't they? I mean, if I went to a county and said, hey, guys, pick me, they would have been like, well, we've got Tom over here who we've thrown to since we were 10. So why should we pick you, you know? Um, and it's not quite as you know harsh as that, but uh, I think you get a picture. And... Um, so I had to basically not just do as well as the other guys to break in, but actually kind of outperform um, them, certainly trying to, to get into professional cricket. And that would be by playing uh, county second 11 crickets, um, scoring heavily in there, and then trying to get picked up from there. Yeah, it's, it is a challenge, obviously, going there and they've got their own players and 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 the challenge around you know getting in and getting your opportunity um but obviously as you get your opportunity now obviously you've broken in how hard was it for you to adjust and to to to, to feel as though you are in obviously it's um yeah. you, you you've, you've built up a really great resume post that but that start how was that um because cricket's inherent is inherent game of failure and you bat at the top or in the top order so it it, it 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 can get quite hard up there yeah no it's very tricky i'd, I'd say it's 
I'd say, apart from maybe India or Pakistan, it's probably the hardest place to bat anywhere in the world. Um, yeah, I mean, it was tricky. So my first professional contract was with Nottinghamshire. And um, that's obviously a very prestigious, uh, amazing club in England held in such mm-hmm. high regard. It's at Trent Bridge. Um, but basically, I struggled to kind of cement the spots in the first team, you know, at all, really. Um, so I was kind of in and out and in the squad. And and a lot of players will probably tell you that the most difficult place to be in a professional cricket environment is kind of between the two teams, you know. So mm. you're probably scoring heavily in the second team, but you've kind of not quite made your spot in the first <laughs> team. So when you do get that opportunity, you kind of, well, I certainly felt like I was like batting for my life, you know, I was like, oh, I've got to get some runs here. Otherwise, I'm not going to be here next week. Um, and that's a pretty, pretty hostile, hard place to be. And probably every cricketer has faced situations like that at some point in their career. But, uh, you know, I think eventually um, not just sort of didn't really work out for me. You know, I didn't uh, feel like I'd uh, got the opportunities I would have liked uh, through no fault of their own, they had their players and they backed them. Um, but, you know, sometimes, so I actually moved on from there and it was hard at the time and a bit uh, a bit of a blow, but, um, you know, sometimes things happen for the right reasons and then um, actually joined Kent that winter and um, and I think that, I think the difference at the beginning of that journey was the head coach kind of said to me, hey, Compo, we want you to open the batting. We want someone like you, your style, uh, the attributes and qualities you bring. Um, And I think it will really help and fit in well with the team dominated by highly aggressive right-handed stroke players. I think I'm the only left-hander in the side. Um, Yes. So, yeah, I think, you know, when you tell a player like, there's a role for you here. I think um, it makes quite a big difference, you know, and um, I felt much more comfortable uh, much earlier on. And, um, you know, I had a good start. I was lucky. I Well, not lucky, but I worked very hard for it. But um, I made a very good start. I got 300s in my first three mm. games, for, uh, three innings for Kent. So that kind of um, jump started the whole thing and it sort of helped me relax and settle in um, quite early on, so yeah. Do you know who else did that? Who has that record, Martin by the way? Yosfeld. Is it? Uh, I have Brian Lara here as well okay. as the first. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. He scored three hundreds um, in his first three county championship innings. So, um, <laughs> look, um, our illustrious list. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on it in that club and Brian Lara is probably disgusted that I'm with him there but yeah <laughs> it just also yeah. says that county cricket wasn't uh, back then was just Brian Lara's table to yeah. feast <laughs> I think ask a lot of ex there was they would say he was just one of the best the world's ever had so I'm not surprised by that just to put it into context for people that first season with Kent you made uh, just shy of 1,200 runs at an average of 54. So mm. you certainly, you, you proved whatever doubts you had that, uh, that you absolutely mm. do belong in, in the, the tops of, of, of English cricket. Um, so you obviously talked about the environment and how 
we we know the game's all about environment. Sometimes player, it's all a player needs. Just needs mm. a different coach, a different place to, to thrive. Um, what was it like when you started to hear things like there was an opening for England? England might need Ben. He's a, he's a sort of player that is. Was it something that it affected you throughout the season, or is it something that? Hang on, if I can keep going at this level, if I can keep being consistent, there is maybe a chance for me. Yeah, um, I think it happened quite quickly, to be honest, in hindsight. You know, I sort of, uh, whilst I always felt I was a good cricketer, um, I'm not sure I'd shown that to everybody. So, you know, when things took off for me in that first season, um a lot of people were like, oh, you've come from someone um, in and out of the first team to now close to playing for England. How do you feel about it? And I, I sort of didn't really know what to say at the time, to be honest. But uh, I just, uh, I basically said what I'd say now. I think if if I look ahead and think about trying to play, te- everyone wants to try and play test cricket. But what I'm trying to say is if I, if I f- put my energy into that, I'm probably ignoring what's in front of me, you know, and what's in front of me is playing for Kent and it's playing for Natal inland now. Um, mm. So I just try and keep a very short-term um, focus and, you know, it's it's a funny thing, you know, if you're scoring runs and people talk for you and if you don't score runs, then people forget about you. So um, it's no point trying to, you know, think ahead and what may be in the future. You've just got to... I've just tried to, to be really present and continue to try develop and get better, you know. Uh, and then what follows from there is what follows. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a really good outlook. And before we talk about your move to South Africa, you also had a stint in Zimbabwe playing for the Mountaineers uh, in their season. Um, Zim cricket is vibrant and it's growing right now and large in part to, I think, the man you played for, Dave Houghton. Yeah. Um, yeah, and how was that experience for you? And you know, what what did you learn coming out of there? Well, I think Zim, I went at the perfect time in my life. You know, mm. uh, he moved on from Nottinghamshire, but it was the winter, uh, so I got to play for uh, the Mountaineers in between the seasons. Um, and Hart's Dave Houghton picked me up from the airport and said, Compa, you're going to play some good cricket, you're going to meet some good people, and you're going to have a good time. And I think straight away that set the tone for a very enjoyable um, couple of months that I was there, you know, and um, I was just in love with them. I thought it's honestly one of my favorite countries. They're the nicest people in the world, Mm. and uh, they absolutely love their cricket, you know, and I'm so... um, happy for some of my friends who've, who've gone and done well um i just it's a shame in some respects because their talent pool is so vast and you look at some of these guys and you're just like wow oh, you're a good player man but um obviously zim's a bit of a turbulent place mm. so i think the political side of things filters down you know they're probably not funded as well as they could be uh grassroots stuff is not probably as good as it could be um but in terms of sheer passion for the game and raw talents, um, it's exceptional, you know. And uh, Hearts made me 
uh, very welcome and just uh, love my time there. Yeah. That's that's amazing. And if you think about what they've accomplished over the last couple of years with, you know, what the situation is that side, it tells you a lot about, you know, the the, the, the passion that they have for the game and, and the talent that they really do have. Um, and yeah, we just, I, I think world cricket is better with a, with a strong Zimbabwe. Um, because I still like to see the purchase go play in, in Harare uh, and play a test match there. That'd be amazing. I mean, all you have to do is go to a one day international Harare sports club and just see the, the crowd, how amazed they are and they just love it. So, um, yeah. they absolutely love the game and I really hope that, um, things work out for them you know they've got a their core group of players are probably reaching the end of you know the last few years of their career you know their senior guys like williams mm. uh craig irvine that kind of mm. group um so i'm excited to see yeah. what the next the next few guys can bring yeah i know they, they, they have a lot yeah um fast forward to oh very briefly really to the <laughs> tuskers I was notified a couple of weeks before you before you were going to um, join them. Uh, obviously, I was shocked, even though I knew of your of your experience with the Mountaineers. I, I was not not a signing I was expecting. So, how did they come about? Why did it happen? Um, is it a similar thing that you wanted to just have winter cricket, or what? What, what was the what was the what happened? Um, well, basically. I wouldn't. Lo- I don't really want to be in England during the winter. Uh, <laughs> Nobody uh, does. <laughs> so obviously, Durban's where. Is, you know, my my father's British, but uh, he lives here now. Uh, Mum's from here, and my sister's from here. So I really wanted to spend some time at home. You know, I think I've probably spent three weeks a year at, in in Durban for the last ten years or something. So I wanted to try and spend some time at home and. Um, Grant Morgan, the former coach of the Natal side, inland side, yeah. actually rang me. We sort of talked and we tried to tee it up the year before, but it didn't really work out. Um, so he rang me uh, and basically said, "Do you want to? Do you want to come and play?" And I said, "Absolutely." Um, and then he sort of, well, yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but he, he resigned yeah. shortly. So there was a bit yeah. of a like, "Oh my gosh, what does this mean for me now?" Um, but Ahmed Amla has been taken over and I've really enjoyed working under him. He's a really good man, uh, vast experience in South African cricket. And um, no, I've really enjoyed playing under him and um, the guys themselves. You know, it's a really, you know, we found it tough probably coming up from Division 1, but uh, from 2 into Division 1. But mm-hmm. uh, guys and their, their personality, their qualities, their ambition, um, they're really a good bunch. And I've had a, I've had a wonderful time. It, it it shows Look, actually on, on on the field. It, it it is showing. That's good. Yeah, and 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 obviously coming up is always going to be tough for for the team that came up and they played. They had an incredible season last year, and um, when we saw that they had signed you, we thought, yeah. okay, so now we feel, it feels like it's a team that wants to stay, and and I'm and yeah. I'm sure that's the ambition with the team. Um, how have you found the quality of cricket in 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 South Africa? Um, a lot of people obviously like to compare with county, and a lot of South Africans go play in county. But how do you? Obviously, you played here before as a, as a schoolboy, so you, you probably even know some of the players. Um, but how how has how 
different is it? How great? Uh, uh, what's the quality like? And I've been very impressed, and uh, it's quite hard, hard cricket. You know, I, I, I've sort of been uh, sledged quite a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I much in England, but um, um, no, I think it's it's different. It's it's. I've been very impressed. You know, we've played all the Division One teams, so you're playing guys who are playing for the pro tiers. Uh, that's always a nice experience, you know. And you watch them, and you sort of make your own mind up about the, you know, like how far away you are from them or how good they are, whatever, you know. Um, and, yeah, I think the, the notable thing is the wickets are a bit better for batting out here. Um, and the bowlers are a bit quicker in general. Um, so, basically, you'd have a, a deeper squad of bowlers who are quicker. Um, so, that's been a nice challenge. Um, but also, I think the wickets are a little more trustworthy is a better word than better pitch um so i found that really enjoyable guys i just want to say something it's some bad news but i have three percent on my phone and we're out of power so um <laughs> if it cuts off you'll know why but um i'm just pre-warning you i'm really sorry okay I just oh look we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, I, we'll take it as far as as your phone goes yeah. um but I think let's let's just jump. I think for me, like, what were you, what were the thinking around come about being here? Obviously, you wanted to be with family, but from yeah. a career perspective, was there anything that you were looking to achieve? Um, I wouldn't say I had a um, specific target. You know, I just wanted to come in. I knew I was joining this team, so I obviously wanted to do well for them. Um, and I knew there were a team coming up from the division below, so. I was hoping I could add a bit of value. Um, yeah, and I think in reflection, we've got two two four-day games left, you know, so hopefully I can get some runs in a couple of, you know, one of those or both of them um, and sort of see where I end up at the end of the year. And I think it's been a wonderful uh, experience for me too, um, just because I felt like I got better, you know. And I'm a huge believer in, in players um, going away in the off-season, uh, whether it be a South African go to England or vice versa, because um, I feel like playing is probably the best way to uh, judge the level, you know, can you, you know, how are you going to develop? And I feel like that's the best way to get better. You know, I've uh, I spent some of my younger years in England over the winter um, and it was good. You know, you train like an absolute Trojan in the gym, but... Uh, I feel like I started my career late, so I want to try and play as much as I can. You know, that's good. That's good. On, on, I suppose on, on on a technical point, when we talk to players, yeah, they all tell us, and we all agree with them that we, while what you say is correct, one thing that we need to do, particularly for the full day stuff, full day cricket, is play more of it. Obviously, mm. there's more teams in county cricket, so that there's a lot more. But yeah. yeah, the players feel as if there's too much downtime. They it's need hard. To I sympathise so with going starts, you know. So, for example, if you haven't started the season and you're kind of waiting for someone to either get injured or bad form or whatever, uh, and you miss three or four games, you've got three games left, you know, and it's hard to make a name for yourself and make an impact for the team. So I do sympathise. Um, it is tricky. It is tough. Um, you know, I, I don't know where to point the finger, you know, in terms of 
why that's the case. I suppose the rise of T20 cricket, I don't know, the SA20, um, you know, the, the money coming in from foreign. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, a re- it's, you know, you've seen now with uh, the South African side that's going to New Zealand, it's not a full-strength South African side. I don't think that's unfair. And um, because most of the guys are playing in this yeah. SA20. So um, it's, a, it's a tricky one. I don't uh, really have the answers for that, though. No, um, we've debated this on the show many times. Uh, so, yeah. Um, the other question for me is, is this something that you could do in the off-season more often? Yeah, because that, that was the um, other thing we had. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Oh, he's gone. Okay, okay. He said he'd love to come back. So, yes. Um, so, Kazan didn't have a person. We do apologize for that, and he's apologized as well. Um, but yeah, we got 25 minutes of Ben Compton, which I think is amazing. Um, scoring runs like a machine. Um, and he's a testament, I think, with his journey of hard work and application. And so, yeah, I think Kazan and England have a, have a guy, have a guy there. And you can see it with, uh, with, with the runs at the top of the order. We might get him back soon for another conversation, maybe just to, you know, yes. uh, maybe at the end. Um, and maybe that's, uh, that's what we'll do just before he starts his preseason that side, uh, just to get a sense of what he's looking forward to uh, in the season. Because I do think he, in my head, and I, I know we couldn't ask him this, but Ben, if you're listening, you are South African and you could have been on that plane to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have scored a lot of runs. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, look, I, I understand everyone's got their personal ambitions and I really do hope that he does get to play international test cricket. I look at the England side right now and you just sit there going, Basball might just not be working. Um, and they might need a person like Ben. Um, so we wish him all the best. Um, yeah, and yeah, uh, we hope he scores more runs before he leaves, like more centuries, because I think he's got one and he's got like uh, three half centuries three, as three, well. Three half centuries, yeah. Yeah. He, he so, basically scores, scores runs in every single game bar one at the moment. Every yeah. game he scores well, runs. Well, every yeah. other innings he scores runs, which is all yeah. like either uh, a milestone. Let's just put it that yeah. way, right? Um, so yeah, look, Kays in England are still in it, and if they survive, he'll be a massive, massive um, reason as to why they survive. So, um, really like that, Tim. Really, really did enjoy that, and we do again apologize for that. But it's 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 podcasting in South Africa, load shedding, yeah. um, Wi-Fi issues, mic issues, everything that that happens. But as as always, we brought you another cricketer um, in this, Tim. I just want to get your thoughts on Ben uh, and yeah, what you heard. Uh, yeah, look, it's it, it's it's really good to hear stories of that of that nature. It's really good to hear about somebody who has had to take the long road. You know, too many guys, lots of guys that, that take the, the easy road and they go mm. straight to the top, and they actually find that it's not actually that easy. He's taken the long road. Uh, gone through the systems, gone through all the different uh, levels over in England. As you say, I hope it comes comes through for him. It's going to be tough in that baseball. Uh, yeah, because it's more about strike just, rates and 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 all that of is, that. And that is just yeah. obsessed with. But um, look, if they go five 0 down in India, 
they are going to be <laughs> saying new the changes. <laughs> They're going to be new changes. Changes are going to happen. So you see, I do your math. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if we look at that Ken side, obviously they had Joe Denley, Daniel Baldrummond, Tawanda Muyeye. That's packed. Star started. Um, and he's holding his own there. So uh, really, really awesome. And yeah, I think we're just going to end it there. Um, yeah. It was Ben. Thank you very much for joining us. Wish you all the best. Um, one thing we forgot to tell him, and he'll probably, is that whoever, everyone who's come on the podcast is found a way to represent their country and play international cricket. So he's on the yeah. right track. He's on the right Very track. True. And so we just wish him all the best. Um, also for KZN in Inland. Um, and yeah, we'll be back again on Monday. Uh, Going to talk about how the Joburg Super Kings and the Pretoria Capitals beat each other up on Saturday in the basement <laughs> dwellers match. Um, but I don't think both of them are going to make it through, which is going to be weird anyway. But SA20 is taken South Africa by storm when we talk about all of that and how the Paul Royals keep on just taking wins. Outside of that, thank you very much, Tim. And thank you very much to Ben Compton. Um, and yeah, it's goodbye from us here at the Full Quarter Podcast. See you on Monday. And sale kakahiso.